Victory 91.5. Good morning. It's Risenstein, Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, as Ray Haynes continues to teach this morning. If you go to victory.radio, you will be able to click on the word blog at the top, and you'll have all of the notes, and you'll be able to follow along as we get into the third part of this morning's teaching on the feasts. Ray, it has been eye-opening so far as we head into 5779. Exciting times. Now, I'm going to, well, there are four different segments, all right? 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be four different posts on there. So the, what I've posted is just this hour. Oh. Okay. Just so you know, because there's a whole lot Don't more Don't read ahead in your syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So... Elijah, he and Jezebel, they are probably the poster children for fifty-seven seventy-nine for good for bad. He was a I worker. Don't like Jezebel, I don't. You shouldn't. She's no. horrible, or it's horrible. Just real, not a woman, mm-hmm. but a spirit. Yep. But my goodness, he was a worker of miracles. Called down fire from heaven. He killed 850 false priests, and we've actually been there, which is kind of cool. He made it rain after a three-year drought. He outran horses. And chariots. And I want you to think about that for a second because you can let that slide right by you. People run the fastest humans run about 20 miles an hour, fastest horses around 40 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he doubled his speed, ran faster than a horse. That's that's like that's faster than Forrest Gump. That's seriously <laughs> fast. That's just pew, 40 miles an hour. So that is miraculous. Nobody does that, all right? So yet again, very miraculous. So it's safe to call all of that good, right? But the story isn't over. It's just because the story is about Tove. When Jezebel threatened to kill him, suddenly everything changed. And I want you to think about this verse, because it doesn't even sound like that guy we just talked about. 1 Kings 19, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life, a day's journey into the wilderness. I've had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. And the lesson here is even during victory, trials can still sap our strength, steal our hope, or change our perspective. So he ran away, and then he kept running for six weeks until he was hundreds of miles away from Jezebel. But the distance didn't make him feel safe. All he felt was fear and self-pity. So if you feel like checking out, winding down, getting depressed, that's you're, you're dealing with her. Uh, just like, you know, that Forrest Gump vision there. He's running into the desert for weeks. He's just going. He's got no plan. He's got no food. He's got no rest. That happens when you're dealing with people going through that. You know what you're dealing with. It's her. First Kings 19, the Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart. Then there was an earthquake and came a fire. But Elijah still couldn't hear God. Remember that. After the fire came a gentle whisper, and Elijah heard it, was finally able to leave the cave. So the question God asks What are you doing here, Elijah? When we're afraid, we kind of misunderstand what God is saying, what he's doing, because his perspective is a lot bigger. So God blew literally the mountain to pieces to proclaim to what was a very fearful Elijah, could Jezebel do that? I'm able to destroy Jezebel whenever I want. Then with an earthquake and fire, God reminded Elijah that the earth belonged to the Lord, not to Jezebel. But none of that caught Elijah's attention. It was a whispered question that God repeated. What are you doing here, Elijah? You stopped following. 
six weeks before his little journey into the desert, he was out running horses. It was all about miracles. But now miracles have kind of lost their shine, and he can't hear God in the ways he just did. Only intimacy with God can restore you from an attack from Jezebel. Mm. Elijah had gotten out of place for the move of God. The Lord said to him, go back the way you came. <laughs> Anoint Hazel king over Aram, Jehu over Israel, Elisha to succeed you as a prophet. And by the way, I reserve 7,000 in Israel because Elijah thought he was all alone. So God reminds him that despite appearances, he was not alone or in danger, and his retirement already got it arranged. Hmm. would take about three years, but it was arranged. It's here we see the big picture of God's plan, not just for the present, but for eternity as well. Jehu was a king, so he alone had the authority to kill a queen. Elijah was a shadow or type of John the Baptist, and as such, he was beginning what only Jesus could finish. John the Baptist could reveal sin to the sinner, but only Jesus could bring death to sin. Mm. This year, we've got to discern not just what we're dealing with, but why and who's empowering it. We need to guard our hearts from witchcraft, manipulation, irrational fear, and you can put an etc. on that one. Now listen to the difference. Second Kings 9, three years later. Then Jehu went to Jezreel. When Jezre uh, Jezebel heard about it, she put on eye makeup, arranged her hair, and looked out a window. He looked up at the window and called out, Who is on my side? Who? Two or three eunuchs looked down at him. Throw her down, Jehu said. So they threw her down, and some of her blood spattered the wall and the horses as they trampled her underfoot. Notice the different reaction Jezebel had to Jehu. She threatened Elijah, but she put on makeup to meet Jehu. Elijah she hated. Jehu she feared. God has a method and a process. Each of us have specific roles to play. It's a mistake to assume that we're God's only answer or even the best answer. As the bride of Christ, we would do really well to remember that there is a bit of Jezebel in all of us. We've all rebelled and manipulated the situation to gain our own will and our way. Mm. And it's just some good lesson from the life of Jezebel mm. and Elisha. We're going to come back in just a few as Ray will continue teaching on the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah. Go to victory.radio. Click on blog and you'll be able to read everything that he has shared this hour. There are four different sections today. And the 8 o'clock section will be posted up. Uh, I'm going to post it up right now because it's got a bunch of graphics, and so you'll be ready. Excellent. You could also click on the Risenstein Facebook page and listen live. Breakfast and lunch has been happening.